Are you ready to change the trajectory of your business and see massive improvements? Each week, we'll share strategies and practices to generate sustained results and long-lasting success in your organization. Welcome to the Innovation Junkies Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Innovation Junkies Podcast. My name's Jeff Standridge. Hey, and this is Jeff Amerine here, and I'm pretty excited to talk about what we think about organizational targets and goals and how those kind of tie together with mission, vision, and core values. What, what do you think? Yeah, you know, we talked about mission, vision, values uh, uh, in one of our previous episodes where we talked about uh, that that is the cultural triad, if you will, that lays the foundation for sustainable strategic growth. And, and so the very next step there is, is this thing called organizational targets and goals, what we like to call long-term targets to start with. Um, long-term targets are those things that are tied specifically to your vision statement. So if you'll remember, we said that the vision statement is this, is this compelling statement of aspiration three to five years out, that's clear, crisp, and has absolute clarity. So it's a statement of aspiration, inspiration, uh, and, and, and has a time bounding around it. So it's that destination that we want to arrive within a three to five year time frame. And, and we give you this three to five year time frame, but we have to decide, is it three? Is it four? Is it five? And what's the date at which we're going to look at that vision and look at our performance against that vision and say, did we or did we not arrive? So a little bit of a review there on what that vision statement is. The long-term targets then become the actual three to five to maximum of seven things that have to be comp accomplished simultaneously for that vision to become a reality. So if it's a if it's a five-year vision, if that vision is is 2027, December the 31st of 2027, here's where we're going to be at that time. Then what three to five to seven maximum things must we accomplish for that vision to become a reality? Yeah, and, and fewer uh, really big rock type of goals is better than, you know, 25 things that are not really long-term targets. They're just kind of to-do to -do list items. That's really not what these are. These are intended to be strategic, important, and something that is going to help you based on the gravity of the initiative to achieve that vision. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, uh, they're, they're generally big work streams, right? In fact, when we work with our clients and helping them execute their strategic growth plan, we actually help them build work streams around those uh, long-term targets. It's not just something that gets assigned to Sally and Sally can go knock it out in, in 32 and a half days, right? It's, it's a big, usually an organizational initiative that actually has to occur or actually has to be carried to fruition uh, in order for that uh, vision to become a reality. So it's, 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 Strategic objectives is what some people call them, what some organizations call them. Uh, we like to use the word long-term targets because, first of all, and, and you've probably seen the same thing, seldom when someone has a, a list of strategic objectives, are they strategic and seldom are they objective. Uh, they're non-strategic subjectives many times, right? And so that long-term target uh, it really tends to crystallize what we're trying to get at because it it connotes or, or sends the message or this this image, if you will, of the archer who's standing in front of a bullseye with the arrow drawn back uh, in his bow uh, shooting at the bullseye. Either he hits it or he doesn't. And that's what we mean when we say a strategic objective. We call it that long-term target because it you either hit it or you don't. 
Right. And, and it, you know, sometimes if you think about it on a three-year time horizon, it can be kind of overwhelming. And so the next step that we'll typically do once we establish those long-term targets is we'll think about what can we do, and, and there's going to be more of these per each long-term target, what can we do to support that long-term target in the next 12 months? So what can we, how can we chunk that up in a way that we've got those short-term goals that are going to lead us to achieve the long-term target? Yeah, effectively, what we're saying is if if this is our long-term target and, and oh, by the way, it can't be completed in the next 12 months because if it is, it's not a long-term target, right? It's, it's, it's a multi-year target that we have to accomplish. If this is our long-term target, then what do we have to do in the next 12 months? What do we have to accomplish in the next 12 months to get us at least 20% of the way there if it's a five-year target, 25% of the way there if it's a four-year target? Uh, time frame or 33 and a third percent of the way there if it's a three-year uh, time frame. So what do we have to do in the next 12 months to get us as far down the path as possible? That's what our short-term goal is. So we so we have this list of long-term targets. Then we have this list of 12-month, which we call short-term goals, that are the things that we need to do over the course of the, of the uh, coming 12 months. Yeah, that's exactly it. And then the other thing that's super important is you do need to have a, a resource that is specifically responsible, leadership person for those short-term targets. Now they can have a team, but it needs to be a person typically that's in charge of it that will be accountable to delivering it. So resourcing those short-term goals is really important if you wanna actually make progress on it. And then the second thing is how are we gonna measure whether or not we're heading the right direction and making progress? So why don't you talk a little bit about key performance indicators? Yeah, before I do that, I want to I want to mention uh, another aspect though is that uh, execution planning is where a lot of organizations fall down with their uh, with the execution of their strategic plan. Uh, they they you you mentioned three ring binders, and I know you and I use this mantra: no three ring binders allowed in our strategic growth plans. But what a lot of organizations do, whether it's three ring binder or not, is they go to the trouble to actually complete the strategic plan or strategic growth plan, then they stick it on a shelf or stick it in a file drawer and they don't have a cadence for reviewing progress against it on a regular basis. Uh, our clients are a little bit unique because we spend some time with them to actually help them craft an execution plan. What are the work streams? Uh, who's on point for those work streams? Who's the leader of the work stream? Who are the members of that work stream? And then how are we going to measure them or how? what's the cadence we're going to put in place to actually review strategic uh, progress toward those long-term targets, toward that vision uh, on a regular basis. Usually that comes in the form of bi-monthly check-ins, maybe a quarterly strategy review where we bring all hands on deck, everyone that's involved in the strategy execution. Uh, Might even be a regular update to the board where they have the opportunity to ask questions, but having this execution cadence wrapped around it. And then, of course, you mentioned the the key performance indicators. So key performance indicators, and, and I like to talk about the fact that having a profit and loss statement is critical to the success of managing any business or organization or an income statement or a statement of cash flows or a statement of uh, income and expenses, whatever you call that statement for your particular organization. That's critical. But even at its best, it is a rear view mirror view. In fact, most organizations don't get their updated income statements for at least two weeks past the end of the, year, of the month that just closed. 
generally it's 30 to 45 days, depending on the size of the organization. Well, not only is it a rear view mirror, it's a bad rear view mirror in those instances. It's a foggy rear view mirror that you can barely see through. Not only has two weeks from the preceding month already passed, but it could be four weeks to six weeks that have already passed. So it gives you very little uh, uh, usefulness. It has very little usefulness, if you will, in making decisions in the here and now. Key performance indicators, on the other hand, are that dashboard view. They are that fuel gauge, that tachometer. They are that uh, um, uh, uh, oil pressure, oil temperature gauge, what have you. Uh, they are the things that uh, that allow you to assess those critical, vital few measures that fuel your economic engine and and help you to stay on track between regular reporting periods. Yeah, that's so good. And in and, and, and a way to think about that, sometimes it's baffling to people and they, they don't have a good framework. And sometimes things that came out of the 1980s are, are not all bad. You know, the, the balanced scorecard approach that uh, that Kaplan and Norton used, where they've got financial measures or KPIs, they've got uh, internal process measures, which are really important. They'll have uh, customer facing measures and they'll have talent or employee development measures. Those four buckets are really a pretty good framework to think about how can we come up with meaningful KPIs that are really measuring the stuff that we want to measure to show that we're making progress against our short-term targets and ultimately against our long-term objectives and then ultimately to, towards achieving our vision. can all tie together very nicely in that regard. Well, let's, let's just do that. Let's just tie it together briefly for our listeners. Taking last week's episode and tying it together with this week's episode, we talked about the first thing that you do is you establish your mission or you discover your mission. That's a clear and compelling reason why your organization exists. It's the why. Then you cast the vision for the organization, which is a specific destination at which you aspire to arrive with your organization in the next three to five years. And you pick, you pick a time frame. You act not just a time frame, but you pick a date, uh, the end of your fiscal year of this, this, this particular year. Then you identify your core values. Those are the, the, uh, the behavioral compasses or the behavioral guardrails that, that govern how you're going to treat each other, how you're going to treat your key stakeholders, how you're going to treat your fellow employees, how you're going to treat your customers. So mission, vision, values. That's the triad that we talked about uh, an episode or two ago where we talked about it's the basis for building strategic attainment within the organization. Then you come back to that vision statement and you say, what three to five to seven things must we accomplish simultaneously in the same time frame in order for that vision to become a reality? And those we call your long-term targets, sometimes called strategic objectives in many organizations. We call them long-term targets. Think archer with a bow and arrow. Then we ask ourselves the question for each long-term target, what must we accomplish in the next 12 months to get us at least a portion of the way there? And that portion being whatever portion of the of the, uh, of the vision timeframe that we're looking at. If it's a five-year vision, then we got to get 20% of the way there at least within the next 12 months. And then finally, we look at our dashboard view. We identify those vital few, not the insignificant many, but the vital few key performance indicators that fuel the economic engine or that allow us to assess the fuel of the economic engine of the organization. Mission, vision, values, long-term targets, short-term goals, key performance indicators. Those are the components of a quality strategic growth plan. And we're here to help you. If you want to go down that path, go. that's kind of what we do. That's right. 
This has been another episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. Thank you for joining. See you next time. Feedback from listeners like you helps us create outstanding content. So if you like this episode, be sure to rate us or leave a review. Also, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest growth and innovation strategies. Thanks for tuning in to the Innovation Junkies podcast.